Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Good morning. It is Monday, February 27th. It's six minutes after 10. His name is Rob Kendall. My name is Casey Daniels, and we're glad that you're joining us this morning. And we start off this hour talking about what's going on in Ukraine. So some Republican lawmakers are threatening to block future aid to Ukraine, but a small group of them actually traveled there and... Zelensky met with the House Foreign Affairs Committee Chairman Michael McCall and four other House members of the GOP, and he told the group that he was going to send them a list of weapons that he thinks are necessary to speed up the war with Russia. On that list, F-16 fighter jets. Uh, so what you're saying is we're never going to stop spending more of our printed money on a war by which we have no measurable benefit to being involved that they've produced. I mean, unless I'm wrong, has there been some sort of audit to say, look, we have spent X and the result of that has been Y, and if we hadn't done that, then Z? Or is it just this never-ending commitment to these people where if you're against that or question that, you're anti-patriotic and, well, the war would have been lost if we hadn't done that? Well, and if you're against that, then people will call you pro-Putin as well. Yeah. And you mentioned accountability. Okay, so the House Oversight Committee last week said they sent a letter to Biden, and they said that they want to investigate federal funding in Ukraine. They want to examine potential ways fraud and abuse in spending. So we've sent tanks, we've sent weapons, we have all sorts of humanitarian aid going, and now Zelensky wants fighter jets. All right, so here is Zelensky the other day, and this is, I mean, I loathe this guy, by the way. I mean, the whole thing where he's, you know, he's supposedly in this you know war-tattered country, war zone, his life's at risk every day, but yet he's flying all over the world. He's doing magazine you know poses with his wife dressed in you know she's dressed in all sorts of elegant attire he's you know, walking around Biden and then just magically the air raid sirens mm-hmm. sound yet the secret service doesn't appear alarmed at all or right. nobody moves or does anything and his sense of entitlement to our stuff mm-hmm. i think that is what really gets me and the sense that the, our politicians because our politicians are supposed to be the line of defense on other people's bullcrap, right? Other people that are not Americans can think whatever they want to think about America, and it is the job of the politicians to steward the money and the resources of this country, not based on what other people say. But whether it's Biden or McConnell or uh, certainly Schumer, uh, these people just believe he's entitled to our money. Was it when he came and spoke at Congress? And wave the Ukrainian flag? Is that what put you over the edge? No, I've been on over... Okay, here here are the things that have done me in this. Number one, I as an American should not have to suffer because some guy that runs a country that has no track record of supporting America wants stuff. That's Ukraine. It was not that long ago Ukraine was Team Saddam Hussein. Okay? I am not willing to suffer. And you can say I'm heartless or terrible or whatever. I've suffered enough. You've seen the price of food? Mm-hmm. I've suffered enough for other people. I'm done sending my money 
away, especially to people who, what happens every single time we send weapons or machinery or whatever to these foreign countries? It always, 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 always ends up in the hands of bad guys. Right. I was just about to say, ends up in the hands of other people. And we are not, Ukraine is not in NATO. Mm-mm. We had no obligation to defend them. This is a choice thing. And all that has happened because we have sent them all this stuff is one, it has added to inflation, which has raised the price of everything. It, but two, it has made things markedly more expensive in this country mm-hmm. because now we're not buying things like energy from Putin, which we shouldn't have to do that anyway, but that's another conversation. Everything just is worse off for us because of them on something we shouldn't be involved with to begin with. Yes. And you nailed it with the entitlement. Yes. He thinks he's a so. Here's his new deal now, and this this should make every person want to puke. His new thing about the never endless, never ending money supply from America is well, you're going to want to pay that because if you don't, then it could, it could be your kids. Uh, it could be your kids dying next. And well, just giving us the endless supply of money that's a way better option for you. And uh, uh, I'm actually very happy that we have bipartisan support, but uh, we keep hearing those messages from time to time, and they're dangerous. Uh, There are political leaders that are elected by people, and if this issue is raised, uh, those political leaders need to be responsible and cautious because people are looking at them. Who wants a third world war? Would anyone uh, risk? Would anyone be willing to accept that risk? The U.S. is never going to give up on the NATO member states. If it happens so that Ukraine, uh, due to various opinions and weakening, depleting of assistance, uh, uh, loses, Russia is going going to enter Baltic states, NATO member states, and then the U.S. will have to send their sons and daughters exactly the same way as we are sending their sons and daughters to war. And they will have to fight because it's NATO that we're talking about, and they will be dying, God forbid, because it's a horrible thing. Hmm. So, Casey... Wow. I mean, you've spent almost sent us almost two hundred billion. We haven't accounted for how that money has been spent. I mean, we do know a bunch of it ended up in the FTX guy's hands, and then a bunch of that money ended up going to Democrats for the election. But we're not going to count for how it's been spent. We're not going to tell you what you got for your money. We're not going to tell you decisively what would have happened if you hadn't. But you better keep giving it to us because if not, then your kids are going to be dying. And mm-hmm. we all know the the industrial military complex in your country uh, is so strong that. Politicians are never afraid to send your kids to fight and die somewhere. Okay, so apparently he has signaled that he's somewhat open to working with China on a ceasefire plan. Don't know if you've heard about this. China released a 12-point plan. They're trying to find a resolution. And the plan includes respecting all countries' sovereignty, ending hostilities, resuming peace talks, and uh, resolving the humanitarian crisis that's been created by the war. And how is it that China is leading the way to peace talks. 
Well, because they're very honest brokers, Casey. <laughs> and uh, there's no, there's nothing in Said China's sarcasm. history whatsoever that would lead you to doubt anything about the Chinese or their uh, well-intended uh, meaning behind anything they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Biden, because he did that little sit-down with ABC News, mm-hmm. he did confirm that he is with Zelensky on the never-ending spending spree in the Ukraine great deal the Russians did. You announced another $2.5 billion in aid to Ukraine today, $113 billion now. We know the vast majority of Americans support Ukraine, but there are now many who are asking, how long can we spend like this? Well, first of all, I'm not sure how many are asking. I know the mega crowd is. The, the right-wing Republicans are, you know, talking about we can't do this. You find ourselves in a situation where the cost of doing of walking away could be considerably higher than the cost of helping Ukraine maintain its independence. We know the Germans are now sending tanks in after the U.S. said it would send Abrams tanks as well. But we know President Zelensky continues to say what he really. Okay, so I mean, it's never going to stop. It is never going to stop as long as Joe Biden and Mitch McConnell are running this country. Okay, so he said that walking away could be considerably higher than the cost of helping Ukraine. Didn't he say the same thing about Afghanistan? But it's only when your son has business dealings in a country (laughs) that it's worth sticking it out. And by the way, the Keefe School of Economics said that the damage done to Ukraine is about $140 billion. Isn't that almost exactly what we've sent them? Yeah, that's uh, absolutely amazing, isn't it? All right. Equal, equal. Casey, when we come back, Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you dealer's choice. We can do more Biden being completely ridiculous. Oh, you want to do Biden being completely ridiculous? All right, more Biden being ridiculous. (laughs) Wait, what was my other option? Well, the other one was the government's finally admitted COVID came from a lab. Oh, let's talk about COVID. You want to do that? Yes. All right, we'll get to the- Had enough of Biden for a minute. Yeah, boy, you sure pulled the old switcheroo on that? one. Yeah, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Nineteen minutes after ten. Good morning. It is Kendall and Casey on ninety-three WIBC, and let's take a look at who's trending and why. This morning, Jill Biden is trending, and it's because of something that she said. She said that uh, America is no longer an isolationist country. We're now a global society. Take a listen. You know, it's not like we're isolationists, like um, we were becoming in the last administration. We are reaching out and saying, hey, we're a global society. Take our hands. Let's do this together. Okay, so still... Uh, railing on Trump, the Biden administration just cannot let go of anything Trump. And and, and you know what she says there is very important because the left, the Democrats, do not believe about America's special place in the world. Right? They do not believe that we are better. Than, than other countries. They do not believe in our special place in the world. They do not believe we are anointed and appointed by God to do incredible things. And as such, they want to just make us another country in 
the many world. of countries. I mean, yeah. you look at what Biden's doing. They are ceding American sovereignty on, you know, we talked about the thing with the World Health Organization mm-hmm. last last week. The, they People better wake up on this because American exceptionalism is real. And it was given to us for a very special, specific purpose. And up until very recently, and by very recent, I mean by American standards, we mostly used that, stewarded that special gift in a in a very um, very acceptable and and very important manner. And that, you know, you look at America, it has freed more people than any country in the, in the history of the world. It has created more wealth than any country in the history of the world. And that is because we are different. We are better. We are special. And we shouldn't want to just, just kind of just fade in to mm-hmm. the rest of the world. She's also trending because of a dress that she wore over the weekend. Many people were calling it the Minecraft dress. But I find it very interesting that the First Lady is now weighing in on policy. Sure. Also trending this morning, John Fetterman. There's been a lot of rumblings about him, about the true state of his health. And I don't want to say anything inappropriate, but um, one thing that is known is that while he is in the hospital, Walter Reed, his wife, went on a vacation with the family. Nothing says my husband is seriously ill and I'm very concerned like going on a vacation with your family, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but a lot of people are saying that his condition may be worse off than what you're being led to believe. And finally trending, Yoko Ono. She's moving out of New York after 50 years. She's going to go live on a farm that was purchased with her and John Lennon. But here's the shocking part. Uh Uh-huh. Yoko Ono is 90 years old. Yeah. I didn't realize she oh, yeah. clearly yeah. was a few years older than John Lennon. Yeah. But 90 years old. And so she's planning to live out uh, the remaining days of her life on a farm. Now, you're the Beatles person. Mm-hmm. I'm out of this equation. I've opted out a long time ago. But you, as a Beatles person, you loathe Yoko Ono, right? She ruined your band. <laughs> she broke just, up the it's band. Okay. You can just say it. You Right? I mean, Beatles fans despise this woman. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't know if I despise her. Uh, it's I, okay. I, you can say it. I, you know, no one's I listening, Casey. It'll be fine. It's just us. It was a, Let your feelings out. They were going to go whatever direction they were going to go. Look, and I, if John Lennon chose love of a woman over rocking it out with Paul so McCartney, weak. that's what he chose. Casey, it is okay when someone destroys something <laughs> musically that's special to you. Like, look. Bruce Springsteen's wife, Patty Scalfa, destroyed his music in the E Street Band. I loathe that woman. See there, I said it. I put it out there. He was never the same after he put her in the band. He went from writing about car, working on cars and chasing after mm-hmm. chicks and mm-hmm. to now everything was about his inner pain. Well, I think they were getting their own interest. And his inner happiness anyway, from his inner pain. With or without Yoko. They were growing as individuals and when you grow as an individual that has an effect on the band. Do you think the Beatles in the modern era in which everybody gets back together, do you think the Beatles would have ever gotten back together if George Harrison and John Lennon had, li- had lived? Yes. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. And it's a shame. And you would have been thoroughly disappointed. Mm, No, I would have liked to have seen them all. That would have been awesome. It's 23 after 10. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Let's talk about this. The U.S. Energy Department has concluded that the COVID pandemic arose from a laboratory leak. Well, there it is. Now, wait, wait. Say that again. What? The U.S. Energy Department has concluded that the COVID pandemic arose from a laboratory leak. Huh, that's wild because I remember when if you said that out loud, you were a conspiracy theorist, mm-hmm. wacko, radical, kook, right-winger. 
So but now was, the, this is the government. This is the Biden government saying yes, this, right? Yes, it was yeah. Professor Plum in a lab with the gain of function. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. So I remember, Casey, I'm going to go way back in the time machine. It's almost been three years ago now. Hard to believe it's been that long, but it was when... Uh, when I was sitting in Kev's seat over there mm-hmm. working with the two women, mm-hmm. and I said on these airwaves that absolutely, I mean, this is in the early days of COVID, I said that absolutely came out of a lab. It was absolutely designed to come out of a lab. I don't believe it was accidental. I think it was absolutely done to be uh, released on the people of Hong Kong, because if you recall at the time, that's when the uh, the big protests were, were going on, and uh, absolutely that that was meant and done deliberately and I don't think it even got out of control I think China gave zero cares because all that went away and I'll be darned Casey if not uh, we're not checking off boxes here that now Mm -hmm. even the US government says yeah that came in a lab okay so the interesting thing about this is that the FBI has also been saying that the virus likely spread from what happened in Wuhan but now you have the energy department on top of it and you know we were told it was from bats and many people brushed off Trump's claims that it was a lab that leaked it. He, well, oh, that's misinformation. You can't say that. Mm-hmm. You're spreading false claims. Oh, yeah. And now, whoops, there's a bit of a turnaround. So China has placed limits on investigations mm-hmm. by the World Health Organization. There they are again, mm-hmm. that World Health Organization, oh, yeah. uh, saying that, no, you, you can't come into the lab and, and investigate what we have going on here. All right, Casey, mm-hmm. when we come back, I'm going to leave this up to you because it's half your show. We have to get to... This may be the greatest lack of transparency or avoiding transparency I've ever seen from a government ever mm-hmm. that we really need to talk about. But we normally do voicemails at 1030. So do you want to do the voicemails and then save this incredible story about lack of transparency here in Indiana for mm-hmm. later? What do you want to do? It's your choice. Let's, You know what? Let's do the voicemails next because that's what people have come to know and expect and love oh. at this time. Okay. Well, uh, there's plenty of voicemails about how much people hate their government, so that'll fit right in. Okay. Uh, people very, very happy about the condition of the state, the taxes in the state, the law makers giving themselves one and a half million dollars in raises. Mm -hmm. I mean, people are very excited about all of that. Okay, well, that's all on the way from 93 WIBC. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. Good morning, 1031. It is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC, and it's time to feature you with your voicemails, questions, comments, smart remarks, whatever you'd like to contribute, 317-684-8444. That's the phone number. Before we get to the voicemails, Casey, can you imagine what must be going on in your life if you are the person who wakes up each day concerned about what culturally insensitive words are in the The James James Bond. Bond? I mean, I'm, I'm no expert, but I yeah. think like James Bond was what the 60s was mm-hmm. when it Roger, mm-hmm. uh, Roger Moore and Sean Connery. And of course, uh, people have played out like so for 70 ish years. because I think they were they novels before they were movies. I mean, this people have been at people's fingertips mm-hmm. and you wake up each some. We need to change that. Isn't it amazing how some people just they seek being offended? Mm-hmm. I have not been offended today. I will find some way <laughs> to be offended. Find something that offends wow, me. Wow, that is just totally 2023. All right, uh, lots of calls. Boy, I love these calls today. Uh, lots of calls about how much our elected officials and state government suck. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> so I just I've, I've warned my heart that there were a bevy of phone calls, not about Mount Rushmore's of this or that mm-hmm. or Mexican pizzas right. or whatever. People just getting right into the nitty gritty on what a terrible job those clowns at 200 West Washington, uh, uh, what a terrible job they're doing. All right, uh, let's get right to it. Go. 
Hey, Kendall and Casey. This is Justin from Southern Indiana. Love your show. Just wanted to call and say how much my Republican representatives are letting me down. Hmm. Down here in Southern Indiana, Randall Fry and Schiffer said yet he responded to one email or phone call about taxes or anything else, even a simple bill like that, House Bill 1608, to keep the sex stuff out of the K through third grade. I called Nassim to explain that through middle school. No response. And my former representatives, Jim Lucas and Chris Garden, were no better. They were just as lazy and responded to just as many emails. It's like they don't want to work for you, and they only want to do this serve themselves. Love your show. Thanks. All right. I've got some advice for him. Oh, great. Because he said that Jim Lucas was lazy. Yes. He's not communicating properly with him. Right. That's correct. We uh, know how to talk to Jim Lucas. Yeah, we absolutely do. He's on Facebook. Yes, he's on Facebook all the time. Yeah. You should just find him on the just, Facebook. Just follow him on Facebook, and then you, you can have all George. sorts of dialogue back Absolutely. and forth, like, I don't know, 11 p.m. on a Sunday night. Here, so I'm going to say this again, and I, I look, I used to be very passionate about this, and now I'm just somewhat apathetic because it's like a broken record, but we get new people in all the time. Mm-hmm. These people do not respond to you because they think you're a joke. They don't take you serious because this state keeps proving that no matter what garbage they throw up, no matter what office it is for, exhibit A, your honor, the secretary of state being Diego Morales, that you will vote for whatever terrible Republican they put forward. So, look, in my Casey, is it a, is it hate filled if I say someone is a total zero? Is that <laughs> you know me? I'm trying to be better these days. You're trying to be nice. Sir. If I were to say Randy Fry has been and will always be an elected office, a total zero. <laughs> is that <laughs> void of any meaningful accomplishment? Is that would that be? Should I phrase it differently? Can you phrase it differently? Well, we'll just. Um, <laughs> look, the point of all this is these people they don't fear you. The why do they why do they get on bended knee? Why did Jim Lucas do the VIP meet and greet and then post with the redshirted teachers? Mm-hmm. Because they fear them. Because they make a lot of noise. Because they don't roll over and vote Republican no matter what. We've been a broken record on this. I've been on this for six years, and it seems like people are starting to wake up to it. But you have to be able to leave it blank. You got to be willing to vote for a third party. You got to make these people fear losing. And right now, they don't fear losing at all. So no, they're not going to respond to you because you don't matter. I thought it was interesting that Jim Lucas's answer to you about the redshirted teachers yes. what, that they were from his district, his mm-hmm. hometown. So he was listening to some of his constituents. Mm-hmm. Good on him for listening to some of his constituents. Sure. Oh yeah, but. But uh, to your point, if it were a bunch of people asking him about property taxes, yeah. where is he then? And here, look, and Jim is very tough on social media, as we know. He's mm-hmm. very, uh, I mean, he's posting 39,000 times a day. And he responds. He has not yet responded, Casey, to my questions about him voting for the budget, mm. which has that one and a half million dollars in raises mm-hmm. for the state reps, of which he is, of course, one. And, right. you know, we assume we'll benefit from that. He's really tough on all that. Uh, Jim, you have the hotline number. If you want to call right now <laughs> and explain why you voted for a million and a half dollars for you and your clown state rep colleagues, I would we would love to talk to you about that. If you just ignore it, maybe it'll go away. Uh, yes, and that's what we want to talk to you about. You voting for a record budget with record government and record government spending that has one and a half million dollars. If any state rep, by the way, any state rep, you guys all have the hotlines. What was the Tesla or... Uh, Teshka. And by the way, Teshka. you know what? He's turning it around for Is me. he? Yes. It, uh, I, is, he is. By voting for the budget? Well... Voting for uh, the record government, $43.5 billion budget with record <laughs> government, record taxation, record government spending, and a million and a half dollars for him and his friends. That's turning it around for you, Casey? 
<laughs> what is it? Turn around, bright eyes. Turn the beat around. Uh, all right. Uh, more comments here on uh, how much the state government absolutely sucks. Hey, you guys are 100% right when you talk about state government. I know because I retired in 2010 after 30 years of employment with the state of Indiana. And in all those years, I never heard a discussion about how we could save some tax money for the taxpayers. I'm sure, and I'm sure now the political bureaucratic kingdoms are way worse than they were when I left 13 years ago. So keep up the good work. And he worked there. Mm-hmm. Can't say it's Rob Kendall going on some long-winded right. diatribe. Right. There's another guy. By the way, the reason, one of the reasons that uh, Teshka is turning around for me is that he was one of the guys who who voted for the parental rights in education. Sure, but this way, like, I, I do see him doing some things in the right direction. But that's what they do, Casey. And we talked about this. They lean into this culture stuff. Mm-hmm. So you, people like you are going to say, well, you know, he kind of blah blah blah, and you know, it'd be way worse if a Democrat were in there. So you can do whatever the hell you want and abuse my finances to no end and enrich yourself and your buddies and everything else because well you you said i mean that is the standard now if you simply say little kids should not be taught sex in public schools now you're some guy that we go he's turning it around <laughs> that's how low the bar has been set yes that is how low the bar is so you what are you saying i'm getting the bait and switch uh, i think these people are all wholly awful all right uh somebody wanted to weigh in on a, a potential solution for the property taxes i'm thinking that you should get every truck driver, everyone in the sound of your voice that has any time during the day, set up one day through the week, bring everybody downtown, park their cars in the middle of the street, surround the state house, and let's get somebody to talk to us about property taxes. Thank you. Who, who would we get? To talk to people about property taxes. Oh man, that'd just be uh, just be really hard, you know, to find somebody to be willing to do that. I don't know how you would organize, as I'm not a part of any truck driver association. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you would organize having the truck driver. Maybe if a truck driver who is a part of some sort of association mm-hmm. could call the hotline at at uh, 317-684-8444 or email the show mm-hmm. or uh, even at Rob M. Kendall on Twitter. Let, let, how do you organize one of those convoys where they Everybody where they do comes. that? Yeah, Right. But then if you do organize, organize something like that, who's going to come out? Well, we, we've got this 65-page bill yeah, that sure. we're, mm-hmm. we're looking at right. and more research needs to be done. Nothing's going to happen this session. Thank you. Go home now. Yeah, you notice the uh, they didn't need any more time to study giving themselves a million and a half dollars in raises, Casey. <laughs> You know, so there was no extra research or right. studies mm-hmm. or anything needed. Mm-hmm. And again, Jim Lucas is very tough on social media, will not respond to giving him and his buddies a million and a half dollars in raises. It's very weird uh, because I always, it's always, it's, it's always the same thing that I'm disingenuous, that I blah, 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 blah. But then no, nothing on the raises, nothing on the, if any of the state reps would like to come on and talk about why you gave yourself a million and a half dollars in raises, we will give you as much time mm-hmm. as you want. Tesla or Lucas or whoever, but that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the budget, and we're going to talk about the raises that are in the budget, and if you can abide by those rules, and we'll have you on for as long as... And remember, Tesla's thing was he was trying to dictate when he'd be on. Remember, that was his big Johnny mm-hmm. Tough guy thing. Yeah, He didn't want to do a, a pre-recorded interview yes. with us because he thought we were going to yes. edit it so, and make him sound bad. So, Tesla, if you want to come on... <laughs> 
It's, it's not Tesla? It's Tashka. Oh, Tashka. I'm sorry. What did I say? Tesla. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Tashka. That's right. Yes. Yeah. If, you, if you'd like to come on, we'll, we'll do it live. We'll do it live whenever you want to do it. But you got to talk about giving yourself the million and a half dollars in the raises while, you know, that's like 15 grand a piece for each mm-hmm. one of you mm-hmm. while you're telling us to kiss your ass on the property taxes. You said they didn't do any studies or any research. I'm sure they did. They looked at their bank account. Oh, yes. That's a good point. Uh, one more. Somebody did want to uh, ask a question about the, or make a comment rather about the legislative pay. It must be nice to be in the legislature. Um, as far as I can figure with just high school math, is that they're getting $1,200 per day. And if they were working the year round, I figured they would be making $284. Because if you multiply 52 times 4, that's what you get, or 62 by 4, that's what you get. Why do they need that much money? They're making as much money as the United States Congress. It's ridiculous. And they voted a raise. It must take a lot of guts. I believe the phrase the woman is looking for is unbridled greed. (laughs) And next hour, we're going to talk about another. I mean, because nobody's commenting from the legislature on giving themselves the million and a half dollars. I don't see the the hotline. And Tesla has the hotline number. I mean, he was calling incessantly that one day. So clearly Tesla and Lucas and all those people have the hotline Mm -hmm. number. Mm -hmm. Uh, But next hour, we're going to talk about it. So there's no transparency on this. They just stuck it in there. If I hadn't had the birdie, no one would even know this is going on. Right. Exactly. And, and 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 next hour we're going to talk about an even worse example of government trying to avoid giving information to people on important things and the lack of transparency at all levels. We have created this, oh Casey. We are to blame, and I am I am hopeful now though because it seems like more and more every single day. When I started here six years ago, I was on an island and people thought I was ridiculous and this isn't going on and blah, 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 and you're overreacting. And now you're finally seeing people start to wake up at how much these people hate you, Mm -hmm. what a joke they think you are. And quite frankly, and we're the tough love show, right? Mm -hmm. You have given them every reason to to, to think you're a joke because- you keep voting for them. Rolled over. No matter what they do. Oh, you want to lock the state down? Okay, well, I'm going to keep you in office. I mean, why would Diego not have given his brother-in-law a six-figure salary? He's not afraid of you. Exactly. You. I mean, if, if the, the getting fired, according to the paperwork from Rokita's office, about to get fired again before he quit, according to the uh, Charlie White's office, if the, the questionable work history, if the 40 whatever thousand dollars on a campaign car, if the, uh, the, the thing where he voted in a, a county different from where he took his homestead credit, which just conveniently was the county he was running for Congress. I mean, if all that stuff, and you were still going to vote for him, why would he think you're going to do think about it, giving his brother-in-law a six-figure job you know i said he's not afraid of you he's he, because he he he's not he's he's not coming on the show though he would never come on the show to answer any questions because he's afraid of his own conscience it seems like all right uh so i thought those were some great phone calls today i really appreciate everyone on that uh and hammer is next right yep it's kendall and casey on 93 wibc Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between.
morning. It is 1049. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. <laughs> Hammer's in the studio with us this morning. When, when I hear this song here, I'm reminded of the montage in Kingpin. <laughs> That's why you know, I played it. You know what I'm talking about, yeah. Kevin? Because your son's a bowler. He is. Yeah. Will he continue his bowling in college, or will he just be some guy that works at a bowling alley? <laughs> uh, no, we're uh, we're trying to get that worked out. We're trying to figure some things out. So, Can you bowl in college? Are there college bowling teams? Yes. No yes. kidding. Yeah, Mindy Winkler's son is on Purdue's bowling no team. No kidding. Yes. Wow. I just thought that was some places you... it's an official sport. Some places it's like a club. Uh-huh. But you still travel and you mm-hmm. represent the university and all that stuff. Boy, speaking of somebody who played like a club sport, that Purdue basketball team over the weekend. <laughs> you know what? Like what was funny to me was like the saddest tweet ever came out on Sunday when. Like, somebody else lost in the Big Ten, so that meant Purdue was the Big Ten champions yes, this uh-huh. year. And they put out this big celebratory thing, and <laughs> it's like, does anybody in West Lafayette feel like celebrating after getting swept by Indiana? Mm. Your daughter goes to Purdue. Now, is she a... Because I, some people go to a school because they just want the education, whatever. Some people mm-hmm. are really into the school. Is mm-hmm. she into school person, or is she just I go to school person? She's I go to school person. Yeah, so she's not I mean, broken we, up. We, we've gone to the football games. Yeah, and- yeah, but you're not living and dying. She's not out in line three hours before they open the doors or mm-hmm. any of that stuff. No. So in you fact, need- I, I texted her on Saturday, said, you watching the game? And she was like, eh, no. Yeah. What what game? You know? <laughs> and then texted her later, oh, they lost. Oh, I mean, she was upset and sure. bummed that they right, lost, right. but she wasn't- It didn't uh, ruin her weekend like a lot of not Purdue ruin, fans. No. It ruined my weekend. You made a fortune, didn't you? I had a good weekend. Yeah. I had a good weekend. Um, not on the Purdue game, but you offset at other places. Yeah, we went big on some other games. Uh, college basketball's been- Pretty good to me lately, and uh, getting ready for some March Madness coming up. Yeah, I have a college basketball question for you, because I saw something that I thought was absolutely the most awesome thing ever, and people are ripping this dude. McCaffrey. That's the Iowa coach. Is that his name? Yeah, Fran McCaffrey. So, I mean, that sounds like a guy you'd want to just kick in between the in between the <laughs> legs, right? Yeah, my, my neighbor, Fran McCaffrey. He so the, Iowa completed what is one of the greatest comebacks in the history of sports over the weekend. Right, they were down ten points with forty eight seconds to go, and they forced overtime and they won it by six. And not only did they win in overtime, they covered the spread, which was five and a half against Michigan State. Right. So for gamblers, think about this: Michigan State was getting five and a half. They were up by ten already with yeah. forty eight seconds to go. So if you bet Michigan State, you're up fifteen and a half points with forty eight seconds to go. And you don't win that game. And what happened was they were down 10 with like a minute and a half to go. And he calls a timeout and Fran McCaffrey, the coach for Iowa. Mm -hmm. And during the entire timeout, he never says a word. He just keeps staring. (laughs) At the referee. Oh. And they keep inching towards each other. <laughs> it, it was like a Clint Eastwood, wild John Wayne, mm-hmm. Wild West type thing. I mean, he looked like the way Gacy probably looked right before he put somebody in his basement. And that, I mean, they were kind of like ripping him on the TV broadcast and people were uh, hitting him on Twitter. They won the game, Hammer. It worked. It worked. That's what we need. We need more coaches with creepy serial killer stares who say nothing during an entire timeout. I heard over the weekend somebody said to me, well, it's not a conference game. What? What What do you mean it's not a conference game? It is a conference game. It's Michigan State. Well, that's what I thought. 
Yeah. So it, it is important. It does matter. And this is what Fran McCaffrey does. He is probably the most well-known red ass that's still coaching yeah. in college yeah. basketball. <laughs> yeah. Because a lot of those coaches, you know, they're not around too much anymore because today's players, mm-hmm. they don't want to be yelled at because they're making a lot of money. And Fran McCaffrey is like, if Bob Knight and Gene Cady had a kid, yeah. and like at some point in the game, his face is going to be so red, it's purple. Yeah, I was I was sitting there watching that. In real time, I was watching it in real time. I, I, I love this. And and he's coming into Bloomington Tuesday night. Yeah. That Iowa squad, I'm telling you, they can play. And this is what's known as a trap game for mm-hmm. Indiana. Oh, Everybody's yeah. telling them how great they are. Sure. Oh, Somebody yeah. on ESPN says, Indiana is a sleeper to make the Final Four. Mm-hmm. You just swept Purdue. Well, here comes Captain Redass and his team of three-point <laughs> shooters. Yeah. And look out. Uh, you bought your Indy 500 tickets over the weekend? I uh, bought them today. Oh. Yeah, made a little pit stop over there at the ticket oh, office. Oh, you bought them in person. Speedway. You're in-person ticket guy. I like walking up to the window, talking. Yeah. Into the staff mm-hmm. and, and hello, like doing the things, man. It's like when I go to a casino. Like I want to talk to the dealer. Uh-huh. I want to. I want to talk to the people at the table, uh-huh. man. I want to have a good time. Yeah. How uh, you're a celebrity? You're a local celebrity. I would think a local celebrity like you could get. Uh, what's the guy's name? His dad was the judge that runs the 500. His dad was the judge. Uh, the the guy's on your show. Bowls. Yes. Doug Bowles. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. I'm the terrible. Sorry, Doug. Um, like, he would throw you some tickets or something. I mean, it's kind of weird you have to pay for your tickets. I, I want to. I support the Indy 500. I love this event. This is the one thing that I think can bond generations in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. With everything changing in this city, um, you know, my dad, myself, my boys, you can go to the Indianapolis 500. They go with you? Yeah. Yeah, my boys do. My old man's, uh, he usually stays home now and hangs out, but the boys do. And Chris is going to carry that tradition on because he's hardcore into IndyCar racing. Well, I was going to ask because you're a good son. I could see him because he embraces traditions. <laughs> and get the, what about the other kid, though? I mean, he's probably plotting something during the entire race. <laughs> nope, nope. He's in it too, man. And it's a, it's a dude's day out. And it's awesome, man. There's nothing like it. Do you always sit in the same spot or do you get a different spot each time? So, last couple of years, we've moved. Now we're over to the uh, south Vista, uh-huh. right out of turn one, heading into turn two. Ooh, fancy. Love it. What's coming up this afternoon? I think we should go on the YouTube stream and recreate that Fran McCaffrey thing. So <laughs> yes, Just stare yes. down. Stay on the YouTube yes. stream. We'll do that. Uh, Fish, Don Fisher will join us Monday Gun Day with Guy Relford and the Chicks. Thanks. It's Kendall and Casey. It's 93 WIBC.